Hello, hello, Trek Patrol fans. Once again, we are back. Thank you for tuning in to the official Trek Patrol podcast. And it's your host, Mr. C. As always, I'm, I hope everyone is doing really well. Hope everyone is staying nice and cool out where I'm at right now. It's starting to get really hot out here in Cali. We hit triple digits yesterday and today was in the mid 90s. So it's been really, really hot. <laughs> so again, I hope everyone is getting their summer plans uh scheduled uh, hopefully some some of y'all have been able to make it out to wherever you want to go this summer and finally starting to enjoy the vacations since things are looking a little better with the whole um you know pandemic thing whatever you want to call it so yeah so today number 23 i want to say and there's no special guest but it's going to be a very interesting episode because i'm gonna be talking about myself uh, what I've been doing for the last five years, what got me to what I'm doing, and how I got to exactly where I am right now. I know I've done some similar interviews for other folks. I was on Talk with Cox with Jada Cruz. I was with Lily Craven, um, phone sex with Lily Craven, and with Bobby from the Smokers Lounge. I was on their uh, podcast channels. I interviewed with them and I had a lot of fun, all three of them, really cool and awesome people. So if you haven't heard it, check it out. I'm sure you can find them on Twitter. I'll mention them in the description below. Um, really cool people. So give them a little support. Tell them Track Patrol sent you. And so if you haven't checked it out, I'll be doing this pretty much the same exact thing here today on our podcast. So let's get this party started. So what what's one of the main questions I ask folks when they come on here. It's always going to be most likely introduce yourself or how did you get into this? So let's start from there. So about six years ago, I was, I had just got back from another trip from the Philippines. And when I go out there, you know, I party, I party hard. I had a bunch of chicks I've met that were willing to get on in front of the camera. Um, it was more for a campsite. I was looking to start up a camp studio and unfortunately never got it going because just I just didn't see anything positive to come out of it. You know, it was going to be a lot of work. Um, I really didn't know what it was going to make. But in the process, I was reaching out to a lot of folks and I really didn't know what the hell I was doing. But I contacted a site, a pay site. TrekPatrol.com, <laughs> and I got a I got a reply. Pretty much, I was trying to see if I could get any kind of any kind of help. You know, I mean, why not? Why not give it a try? You know, in life, you could you could step into the batter's box, you could swing once, you could swing twice and miss. You ain't out. It takes three strikes, baby. So, like I said, I tried everyone. Trek Patrol replied right away the same day and said, "Hey, you know, if you got these girls, why not film for us?" So I'm like, huh. And let me remind you, I had no experience. I really didn't know what I was getting myself into, but I knew I had the context. You know, it's a little different in my case because I could say even till this day, I haven't been back in five, six years, but I got folks out in the PI that will, you know, that will throw down for me, meaning that, you know, they'll support me. That's the word I'm looking for. So, you know, I, I was able to figure out what what's the formula to creating a Trek Patrol episode. I found a dude. I had a homie that, you know, 
that shot a cameraman. He, you know, so he, he was doing like weddings and all that birthdays. And so he agreed to help me out. And I had a chick already lined up right away. So we gave it a try. Now, it let's just say you shouldn't see it online, but it's been online. I'll tell you that. That's a whole different story. But it was never sold. You know, it just wasn't what Trike Patrol puts out. And it, it was it was a complete kind of a headache because the biggest struggle was, one, well, when it comes to the shoot, it just kind of just sucked. It kind of sucked, I'll tell you that. But getting it to me took like two months. Why? Well, even till now, like a lot of folks, I you know, I really don't know. I guess if you have an actual line or you have actually your own network at the house, you, 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 I'm sure, you know, you'll have some decent internet, but this was like five, six years ago. So getting 10, 12, 20 gigabytes over, it, it just took forever. And in the process, it would fail. So yeah, it was just a complete headache. And it took, again, two months. I had to actually pay someone to go get this USB uh, stick and get it, get it from my cameraman. It, it was, yeah, it was stressful. I'll tell you that. So finally got it. I saw it. It just wasn't it. The, the shooter, he sucked. Terrible guy, I'll tell you that. Just very bad personality. Uh, so that didn't work out. I gave it another try. So it's pretty much like I'm in the batter's box, and I just missed that curveball. <laughs> and so second shoot, a lot better, a lot smoother, better pickup. Pretty cool guy. Uh, I liked him. He was a good guy, but he just wasn't for what we were trying to do. So didn't work out. Again, I'm like, okay, but I'm getting better. This is getting better. So I still didn't give up. I mean, I was I was eager, and I, I really wanted to do this because I saw it as a business opportunity. At the same time, it was something I found cool, something I thought to myself, man, I could do this, you know? And one day, you know, maybe it might turn into something. And it sure has. It sure has turned into something because um, I'm pretty much doing this full time. Yes, I am. So, again, that didn't work out. It was just a waste of a scene, but I found a new guy. I changed how I recruited or how my handlers recruited, and they brought a very cute model. Actually, hot in it, if anything. She, she was really hot. Alex, if you have the time, check it out, trackpatrol.com. Alex. Um, I can't think of the description or the title, but it was, this is from like five, six years ago. Check it. And you'll know what I'm talking about. Just a beautiful Filipina. I think she was like 26, 27, this beautiful tattoo all the way down her back. And I, I saw it and just right when I received the files, I knew it was something nice. I knew it was something that was going to get approved by trike patrol and it was going to get on the site. And, you know, what I remember when I sent it in and I got that email or it was a Skype message and um, <laughs> they're like, yeah, this is now we're talking. That's what my boss said. And I'm like, F I'm like, yeah, I, I, I remember the day I remember I was sitting in the car. I was on lunch and I opened up my phone and the boss was like, yeah, this is exactly what we're looking for. Let's uh, let's get you paid out. And that. that that was just one 
one heck of a day. Won't forget it. So from there, you know, I put together another one, Maybelline. Again, check her out. M-A-B-E-L-L-I-N-E. Keep looking. You'll find what I'm talking about, and you'll find what you're looking for. Another beautiful 19-year-old Filipina chick. She did real well. A little bit on the, on the shy side, but I want to say a decent percentage of these chicks will be shy. They won't be. They're not porn stars. We all know that. But a small a small percentage will be the shy, but still you can tell they're horny and they're loving it. You know, it's hard to bring a non-porn star chick, and especially Filipina, onto set and put her in front of a camera and expect her to be Holly Berry or something, you know, or, um, you know, whatever porn star you want to, you want to, um, who you want to mention, but that's, that's where I got number two sold and I'm like, okay, now I got, now I really got something going. Third one, it was Yossi, Mall, Rat, something, and from there, it was, there was, there was a little bit of a struggle here and there. I found a new shooter. He did real well, and you know. So by this point, I'm. I also have another client who is now a very, very good friend. Um, he he doesn't have any live. Pay sites right now, and I don't really know what his plan plan is with all that content. Hey man, if you're listening, uh, what's up, man? There's I know you got so much freaking content. Can you freaking put it out there for everyone to enjoy already? It's been like five years, man. <laughs> Where's the content? Um, I'm messing with you. But um, so, yeah, at this point, maybe once a month, twice a month, not even twice a month, probably a month or there'll be times where it'll be like two months. And it took a lot of planning for even just if it was every two months, I would I, I would constantly, you know, con- uh, keep in touch with people and just kind of prepare myself. You know, uh, I was still working a full time job. So, that, again, this was always like a hobby. And like I mentioned, my buddy um, who was buying uh, shoots or content was keeping me busy. So I was able to get those off. And, um, you know, so I still felt like I was still active at the same time, you know, I'm keeping people busy like handlers and models and whatnot. So I remember at this point, I'm just keeping a decent flow. I even went out to LA a couple times, um, met a lot of cool folks, Connor, uh, Connor Cox, you may know him. I'm sure you do. I was able to meet Ember Snow, Katana, um, Venus Sky, Jenna Fox, so many, so many cool people. And everyone was always just wonderful on set. It's always been a lot of fun. So I remember the pandemic hit and it's like, what the heck? Like, I, if, I'm sure we all remember, right? It's like the world kind of stopped for a minute. Um, but that's when the fun really started. It was like at least one it was, I think I was averaging getting like two scenes a month. I mean, it became a part-time job rather than kind of just, you know, prepare myself for once a month or whatever. It was like pretty much that was the only time or the first time since I started that it was like, I don't even have to ask TP if the content is needed. It's like, if you had a good chick, good looking chick, get her shot, get her done. And since then it's, uh, it's pretty much kind of been like that. So it's just it really picked up and here i am now we got we got the podcast going we got the a merch store we got the youtube channel uh with all the pickups from day one so it's, it's like a lot of fun 
back to the pandemic, that's again, that's when it really started and shooting like crazy. I mean, what was that two years ago? Yeah, like two years and two, three months ago. So since then, I think I might have, you know, put together another 30, 40, 50 scenes. I don't know. But uh, it's all been exclusively for Trike Patrol. I don't think I've sold to anyone else for the last. Well, I sold one. Long story. Uh, it wasn't a girl. Or let's just say it. Um, I don't, let's just forget what I just said in these last ten seconds. <laughs> but it's all been for TP. That's who I work for, and that's who I exclusively work for. Um, so a lot of shooting, and I I want to talk a little bit about how shooting in the PI was during the peak of the pandemic. There was a lot of extra struggles because one booking rooms they just wouldn't allow there first of all there wasn't many hotels you could even book at so you were really limited on where you can book and more so shoot at having extra people rather than or any more than two people i think it was um that was a struggle so we had to book extra rooms for you know the, the cast um bringing anyone in and out from manila there was no public service believe it or not so you had to like if you didn't have a public or i'm sorry if you didn't have a private vehicle if you didn't own a vehicle you had to rent one of them bands or have a private uh, private driver that had a car or whatever so there was that having more than one person in the sidecar so just go to trikepatrol.com watch the content and you'll see what i'm talking about we need two people in the sidecar so imagine not being able to do that but we still did it <laughs> and I always say, you know, with all the extra headaches, with all the extra added shit we had to deal with, we still got the content. We sure did. I mean, there was the, the flow of content was just crazy. I'm kind of tired just thinking about it. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um, there was a time in my life where I was doing a lot. I wasn't working. You know, I had to, got laid off, you know, but I was doing a lot i'm not gonna get into that there was mornings i'd be up you know having being wherever i was the whole night it's like oh shit there's a shoot today i gotta gotta get you know get that situated and you know it's like i just walked out the bed i just walked out of wherever i was coming from the club or whatever i'm not even gonna get into that but you know it was it's been a very interesting time um but i will say a lot of content was shot so what am I doing now? You know, I'm still working with other folks, other content creators, uh, just assisting, helping out, uh, guiding them to how, um, you know, a TP scene is shot and just kind of, you know, just meeting new people, even if it's just virtually. Um, anybody you talk to, you you know, they'll tell you that Mr. C is a really nice guy. I'm always about just being nice, be respectful, and just creating new relationships and gaining new contacts in a positive way. You know, the more positive contacts you have in life, I think the better, you know, the more you can do. If you, if, if you attract the right kind of people, that's, that's how I put it. So yeah, again, we have the podcast, YouTube channel, a lot of great content um, at all the sites. So I do wanna mention all the sites, of course, within the Globetrotters Network, Monger Cash, we got Tuk Tuk Patrol, Thailand Beauties, uh, Asian Sex Diary, Totico's, Euro Sex Diary, uh, Milf Trip. There's uh, Hello Lady Boy. 
Uh, I hope I am not missing any. But if I am, you already know who we are. You already know all the sites. So shout out to everyone at um, at the headquarters. And so I was going to keep this short. And soon we'll get into a part two. Yes, we will. With more detail of what has happened, what's gone, what's uh, what's pretty much everything that's happened from day one up until now. And again, please check out the new YouTube channel. Uh, search, just simply search Trike Patrol. You'll find it. You'll see it. Podcast is available on many platforms. Uh, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Amazon, Google. It's all available there. Check out the Twitter, trikepatrol.com, underscore, GT, merch store, trikepatrol.store. Of course, check it out, trikepatrol.com. So, again, I'm going to keep this short, and we're going to have a part two soon, and we have a lot of more content coming out. I know Trike Patrol alone, I think it's I think it's this Friday, we have this chick, Yanni, beautiful, sexy Filipino milk, shot in the Philippines. So I'm really excited. You'll see it on Twitter when it really when it gets released because I will personally go in and tweet it to let everyone know. Hey, we got this new scene up at the, at the site. Beautiful chick shot in the Philippines. So I'm excited about that. And of course, all the other sites still updating. So check them all out as I mentioned earlier. So for now, I'm gonna close the tab, and we'll have a part two coming up. And of course, we're gonna have a bunch more exclusive interviews with um, amazing folks. So for now, thank you for tuning into the official Trek Patrol podcast. And again, it's your host, Mr. C. Ciao.